Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Kristen Kenny from Red Bull Global Rallycross, and you're listening to Thursday Night Thunder on the Speedway Digest Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the July 12th edition of Speedway Digest Thursday Night Thunder, a hardcore motorsports program on the internet. This is episode 144 of the series. I'm your host, Adam Jason Sinclair, and on tonight's program, we'll be reviewing this past weekend at Daytona, talking a little ice cream and seeing whatever other motorsports information pops into the conversation. Seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson will highlight the Jimmy Johnson Foundation this weekend during the Quaker State 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Kentucky Speedway in Sparta. In addition to wearing the blue bunny helmet of Hope, which honors five charities working to improve K-12 public education, the special Jimmy Johnson Foundation, JJS Paint Team, will be featured on his number 48, Rose Chevrolet. As a show of support for Johnson's efforts to raise funds for K-12 public education, a number of his NASCAR Cup Series competitors will join him in displaying JJF branded decals on the visors of their helmets. The Blue Bunny Helmet of Hope program allows fans and consumers across the country to nominate and vote for non-profit 501c3 organizations that support K-12 public education. Each of the recipients was also awarded a $25,000 grant and a Blue Bunny ice cream party. The five grant recipients are Hamilton Heights Educational Foundation in Arcadia, Indiana, Life Pieces, Masterpieces in Washington, D.C., Read Better, Be Better in Phoenix, Siouxland Ag in the Classroom in Mobile, Iowa, and the Pencil Box in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A number of competitors will sport a specifically designed JJF strip on the visors of their respective companies. At the conclusion of Saturday's 400-mile race at Kentucky, participating drivers will sign the visors. The signed visors will then be available in an online auction to raise funds to support K-12 public education. Participating drivers include A.J. Almendinger, Eric Almarola, Alex Bowman, Clint Boyer, Chris Usher, Kurt Bush, Kyle Bush, William Byron, Matt Dibbon-Pisco, Chase Elliott, Eric Jones, Casey Kane, Michael McDowell, David Reagan, Ricky Finholz Jr., Daniel Flores, and Martin Pierce Jr., Drivers Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Paul Menard, and Jamie McMurray will donate visors for the auction. In addition to the Blue Bunny Helmet of Hope program, the Foundation operates the Champions Grant program, which provides cash grants to schools in the Johnson's hometown and where they currently live. And Team Up for Technology, an a $48,000 rather technology makeover open to schools nationwide. Each of these programs will be featured on the special JJF Paint. We are now standing by to talk to the president and CEO of Wells Enterprises, who who works with the Helmet of Hope program. Let's stand by for a couple seconds here. We find a nice short short piece we can play here. How about Race Day Rock by Ron Pisana and the Pit Crew?
Once again, we are proud to welcome President and CEO of Wells Enterprises, Mike Wells, back onto the Thunderdome. Hey, how are you guys tonight? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing extremely well. Just rolled into Kentucky Speedway, my first time here, so pretty exciting. Awesome. What's the weather like there? It's uh, Kentucky weather. It's like 89 degrees and humidity and everything we would expect. <laughs> first off, can you tell us a little bit how you got involved with the Jimmy Johnson Foundation? Yeah, back in 2009, uh, Jimmy was talking to somebody about how much he loved ice cream, and so I found somebody who knew somebody and introduced myself. And we've been partnering on the uh, foundation side ever since. We bring ice cream to a lot of events and uh, help create and uh, help raise some money for Jimmy. And what exactly is the Bunny Helmet of Hope program? So the Helmet of Hope's been in place since 2008. We've been title sponsors since 2012. It allows fans and consumers across the country to nominate a nonprofit that directly supports K through 12 public education. This year we had more than 800 nominations, got that down to 10 semifinalists, and those 10 semifinalists actually had over 280,000 votes on social media in the top five, um, won a $25,000 grant, uh, Blue Bunny Ice Cream Party, and got their name on the helmet this weekend. We know it's going to be a really warm weekend there in, in Kansas, probably similar to what was in Chicagoland a couple of weeks ago. Which ice cream flavor do you think would best represent the – the race weekend and NASCAR in general? I think it's bunny tracks because it is full of everything. There is, there's caramel and there's chocolate and there's peanuts and there's just a little bit of everything. And I think that's what we'll expect this weekend at the races. Just a little bit of everything. Awesome. And who is your favorite racer of all time? I, I, I have to go with Jimmy. And I know that, uh, you know, there's there's Petty and there's Earnhardt fans, but when I look at Jimmy and seven championships and, and one in every single format that there's been, uh, the only guy active that has a chance at going at eight, um, he's he's my all-time favorite. Well, now I'd like to throw you out to my co-host, Michael Mullally in Afraid of Washington, who has a couple of questions for you as well. So which flavors can we look forward to this summer? Or which new flavors are there? So we've got a salted caramel that is phenomenal. Um, our bunny tracks is one of our, our best sellers, but actually in, in all of an, in all ice cream land, vanilla is absolutely the, the number one seller and vanilla bean happens to be my favorite. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to a really great summer. It's been hot pretty much all the way around the country and, and we're having record sales this year as a result. And which of the flavors happen to be your favorite? My favorite is actually vanilla bean. It's actually one of the quizzes for the new uh, new hires is what's the boss's favorite flavor. <laughs> and one of my final questions for you, which ice cream would motivate Jimmy to win? So Jimmy happens to love all things peanut butter. So I think that our uh, our, our peanut butter panic actually would be uh, the thing that would motivate Jimmy the most to win on Saturday night. And what uh, what new and exciting things do you do you plan for in the future for the Blue Bunny Helmet Program? Well, we uh, we're excited to have been a, a title sponsor now for seven years, and we look forward to doing that well into the future. Uh, we've actually helped the foundation raise over a million dollars for public education, and we look forward to continuing to be able to do that. 
uh, and to, to not only bless those charities, but uh, put some Blue Bunny ice cream out there in front of those folks and help them enjoy. And if my listeners were interested in more information, where would they go to find it? They would go to www.helmetofhope.org, or they can go to bluebunny.com. Awesome. Well, have a great time in Kentucky this weekend, and thank you very much for coming back on the show again. Well, hey, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for the additional exposure for the foundation, and we look forward to uh, to a win this weekend. Um, thanks again. Thank you. Once again, that was Mike Wells, the president and CEO of Wells Enterprises and the head of Blue Bunny Ice Cream. Are you a race car driver, crew chief, pit member, track owner, or maybe you're just a huge fan of the sport? Contact either Adam Sinclair or myself to get your spot on the show. After all, you deserve your 15 minutes of fame, and we would love to hear from you. Did you know that the Tramp Car Circuit and Indy Racing League were combined until 1996, when the Indy Racing League broke off and started its own league? They all kept the Indianapolis 500. Did you know the 24-hour of Le Mans has happened every year in Le Mans, France, since 1923, except from 1940 to 1948, when it was canceled due to World War II? Teams of three, it used to be two, Race for 24 hours to determine a winner. The first winner in 1923 averaged 57.21 miles per hour. Current winners, current winners averaged upwards 135 miles per hour. Did you know that the Motorsports Hall of Fame in America is located in Daytona Beach, recently relocated from and the International Motorsports Hall of Fame can be found in Talladega. They are not just for auto racing, however, but for all other motorsports as well, such as motorcycle, powerboats, and air racing. Did you know the total weight of a Monster Energy Cup Series car is 3,450 pounds? The weight includes a 200-pound driver and helmet. If a driver weighs less than 200 pounds, weights are added in 10-pound increments to make sure all drivers weigh 200 pounds. And did you know that in a race, the NASCAR driver maintains the same heart rate of 120 to 150 beats per minute for three-plus hours as a serious marathon runner for about the same length of time? Now, it's going to be a busy weekend of racing this weekend. The uh, NASCAR is in Kentucky, as uh, as Mr. Wells just stated. Um, the uh, There's also a Pirelli World Challenge event going on this weekend. Um, our guest for next week, uh, Cesar Baccarella, who took part in the in the Xfinity race last week in Daytona, is taking part in the Pirelli race this week. And there's a bunch of other amazing stuff going on on and off the track, so be sure to check that out. Um, the, uh, I don't have the full details on the Kentucky race in front of me right now. I probably should, but I do not. So be sure to check your local listings for information about that. I know there was some on-track on activity today in the truck series. I believe there was a qualifying taking place. Um, so be sure to check it out. Um, next week, the trucks are heading to Eldora Speedway for the, uh, the Wednesday night event there. It's the only dirt race on the NASCAR schedule, and it always brings in some some interesting people, some people from the, uh, the Xfinity series as well as the NASCAR Cup series. Sometimes people from outside those series come in just for an off race. Um, we're going to try and have Chad Finley on the program in the next week. He's going to be competing there on Wednesday. He'll also be competing there on Thursday, which I believe is, is still called the Prelude to the Dream. And then he competes there on Friday as well. I think he's even going to be there on Saturday. So it's going to be a wild week of racing there in El. 
and uh, prequel to it. What racing are you looking forward to this next few weeks? Um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really had time to really watch any racing on TV, but this weekend we're actually going to go out to the Wenatchee Valley Super Bowl because they're having a open wheel night there, and it's a two-day event, and I actually will be able to go. Um, they're bringing back the vintage sprint cars. They're going to have the midgets, the Canadian sprint cars. They're going to have winged sprints, wingless sprints. Um, yeah, they're going to have all kinds of open wheel stuff there. So that'll be pretty cool. Hopefully that brings in a mm-hmm. lot of people, but we will see. Be sure to bring your helmet with you, considering the, the non-winged sprint cars have a, have a tendency to fly up in the air quite a bit. Yeah, um, that's why when we go and we watch, like, sprint cars and stuff, you know, it's fun to sit, like, right on the fence so you can, like, feel the vibration as they fly past you. But I've learned that you kind of sit more towards the back just because if a car does fly off the track, it's got a little farther way to fly before it gets you. Mm-hmm. It should be a that should be an interesting event. I know there's been uh, there's been some shrinkage in some of the uh, the local tracks, especially out in your part of the country. So hopefully, up enough people that it's a sounds like it's gonna be a great show anyway. Yeah, well, and I I already know of at least a bunch of people already going to it. So we'll see. I think it's just I don't think getting the fans in the stands is a problem. I think it's keeping their attention. You know, a lot of people go and they pay to get in and stuff, but then it's like they sit there on their phone, they're just not paying attention the whole time, and then they're like, oh, that was boring, and they don't ever want to come back. So we will see how it goes. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the problem with not only with the with racing events, but other events as well. Um, I'm going to be going to the Halloween Horror Nights at the uh, University of Orlando probably, I think it's two months from now. I think that's when we're going. Actually, two months and... Nine days we run will be at the event, but the that's kind of the thing there too. People are trying to get be scared and everything, and they're just sort of wandering through with their heads in their phones as if they're there's zombies, which is kind of appropriate for a haunted event. But there's a there's definitely a few issues in pretty much every every event that goes on now. People aren't they're not living in the moment; they're living on their phones, and uh, and that's the not necessarily a good thing. No. It's crazy to me. Like, even here, like, I was at my sister's house the other night because she just had a baby, and I was holding the baby, and literally every other person in the room was on their phone. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, you guys are freaking a riot. They didn't have the baby with his own little personal cell phone yet? Nope, not yet. Got to wait a few more days. Yeah, well, no, I almost took my phone out just because I like taking pictures of them. They're so stinking cute. Mm -hmm. But, no, I was like, you're a cute kid. I'll enjoy it myself while everybody else sits on their phone, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Last week was pretty interesting racing as well. I know that you didn't have a chance to see see it because you were out of town, but the... uh, the uh, Daytona race was awesome. The 
The Friday night race I didn't see. Um, I know that they, they had a little bit of a rain delay during the second part of the race, but the, the majority of the event was, was pretty pretty rain-free. Um, so that was good for them on Friday. Saturday, they got lucky with the weather. Um, you can hear in the in the background here every so often there's some thunder going on now. That's pretty much an average thing for summertime in Florida. And in Daytona, they had rain in Daytona Beach Shores, which was probably about four miles south of the track. And they had, they had rain in Palm Coast, which is probably like 10, 15 miles north. But there was no rain right where they were, so was, that was pretty lucky. And it was it was definitely a crash fest at Daytona. Sometimes it is. And it uh, they lost most of the field. They had less than 20 cars running at the checkered flag. And it was pretty awesome that Eric Jones ended up with victory. Because if it... If it had been um, Harvick or or uh, what's his name Harvick or the other guy, that's always good. If it had been Harvick or somebody else who's been winning a lot lately, it wouldn't have been a been a big deal for the event. But with the fact that that Eric Jones, who hasn't run won anything in NASCAR yet uh, in the in the Cup Series anyway, ended up with a victory, that's pretty awesome. And uh, and he was having fun with it, and it was cool. So it's a really good race. And if you want to want more information, I did post a, a review piece on Palm Beach happening on Monday as our Motorsports Monday uh, little segment. And I included a video from uh, View from the Cheap Seats, which is a, uh, an awesome, really awesome YouTube channel. They do a little bit of race coverage from now and, now and then because the guy who does it, Kyle, he lives in the Daytona area. And uh, so I did the, include the video there. So you can check that out. That gives you a full, it's basically a 30-minute video of 12 hours of him being at the track. So it, it talks a little bit about what's going on outside, a little bit about the displays, and it has highlights from the race. And it was a, it's an awesome video if you haven't seen it. So be sure to go to Palm Beach Happening, palmbeach.happeningmag.com. Go up in the little corner, search Motorsports Monday, and you'll end up finding, finding the article there. So are you having any uh, any luck with your career this season? Well, the thing is, is we all want to race, but my mom's like, uh, no. She said she's absolutely done. And we're like, well, that sucks because we're not. So me <laughs> and my brother just decided that we're going to go in together, and we're both going to put half down on a good motor for the Mustang, and then um, we're going to have someone come put it in just because we don't want to get my dad involved because my dad will get yelled at, and it's kind of a lot of work for just him and I, so we're going to have someone come help us put it in, and then we're going to take it to the racetrack, and... We've already got a plan, and we're going to have my dad take my mom out to, like, dinner or something, and we're going to be like, oh, surprise, you're at the races, and we have a car out there, and she's either going to get really mad or she's going to be shocked that she enjoys it. I don't know. So that is the newest plan right now. We just have to make it happen. There you go. Was it the Wenatchee Super Oval there? Is that your plan? Yeah. Because they've actually had a pretty good car count this year, and it's a really nice track. Like it's actually 
it seems pretty professional. I hate to say it, but a little more professional than the cradle was. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where we're going to land. There you go. Well, good luck with that. Hopefully it all works out. Well, thank you. And if um, I'm not on the show the next week, you know that it's because my mom off me or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, next week we got a great show planned as well. We're going to have, uh, as I stated, we're going to have Cesar Baccarella on. Um, he is a guy who competes in Xfinity Series as well as in the Pirelli World Challenge. He's a local racer. He uh, lives in in West Palm Beach. Um, I'm not exactly sure a lot about information about him. I am going to contact him, email him in the next few days to get some more information. But you can look up uh, Cesar Baccarella. That's C A E S A R. Baccarella, B-A-C-A-R-E-L-L-A. I'm pretty sure that's the spelling. Look that up on Google, and it's got a, he has a lot of information pops up on there all about his career. So we're going to ask him a little bit about a little bit about Daytona, a little bit about how the Pirelli race went, and a little bit about the future. And it should be a pretty good show. With that, be sure to check out past episodes of Thursday Night Thunder, as well as the other shows on the Speedway Digest Radio Network at SpeedwayDigestRadioNetwork.com. You can also check out the show on Facebook by searching for Speedway Digest in the search bar. I also invite you to read the articles covering all aspects of motorsports at SpeedwayDigest.com. I have not published anything in the past few days, um, but last week I put out 20 articles about uh, about motorsports. So hopefully there'll be a few more coming out in the next few days. I'm not positive about that, but I do know that I've got a few a few articles uh, that I'm working on, uh, some more information about the uh, about the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, and a couple other uh, articles related to that. Another article about Alex Tagliani that I'm working on. So that should be uh, that should be online probably over the weekend. It might push back a little bit to Monday. It really depends on on how my weekend goes. I might be covering some stuff for Palm Beach happening. So in addition, if you're a fan of South Florida and who isn't, be sure to check out the latest news and information about our slice of products at Palm Beach happening which we found by visiting palmbeach.happeningmag.com. We currently have a, uh, a summer sweepstakes going on there, so be sure to check that out. That's on the Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash palmbeachhappening, and you'll find information about that. As I stated, we did an article about the, about the racing in Daytona, so be sure to check that out there. And we're also doing some coverage this weekend about a bar crawl, the, uh, the West Palm Beach fairy tale bar crawl, which takes place in downtown West Palm uh, from 3 p.m. until 11 p.m. on Saturday night. we got information on Palm Beach happening about that as well, so be sure to check that out. Now, before I close out the show, what did you think of Travis Castrana's jump? That was pretty awesome. I think that... Uh, I think he could actually do more than what he did. He's a, he's really talented. He's a amazing guy on motorcycles. He's amazing on two wheels. He's amazing on four wheels. And I think that the, the next thing it'll be maybe him jumping the grand Canyon or something, something really insane like that. Yeah. All I know is I couldn't do half the stuff he does. So it's pretty cool. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again next week in the Thunderdome as we discuss the major issues in the world of modern auto racing. Have a great night. Have an awesome weekend, and we look forward to, to 
seeing you again next week.